go. Now I don't look like uh, Mr. DeVille. I'm ready for my close-up. Thank you, darling. Thank you so much. So, so much. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have some things that I want to go over today and that you are going to be amazed by me. So, um, hope everybody is doing well today. First and foremost, today is Tuesday, June 9th, and uh, we got some great information for you today. So, uh, first and foremost, I just want to give a huge, 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 huge shout out thank you to uh, Black on New Jersey. Uh, the reason why I say that is that um, I saw, first off, I, I saw in there that they had, um, I first got invited to the group and there was like over a hundred thousand. And I'm like, wow, that, first off, that's amazing. A hundred thousand plus in the state of New Jersey that's owned a business. And this isn't even everybody. This isn't the people that just don't do social media. This isn't the people that um, just started an Instagram channel. And um, so like, oh yeah, I need to get on Facebook as well. So, and I will say this. And the reason why I say that is that when I had joined, it was about 113,000 uh, folks that had um, gotten on around the time that I had gotten on. Folks, that was about a good week ago. Now it's uh, over 125,000. So for the fact that it just jumped up 12,000 within a week, so that to me, 12,000 businesses either were in full production or 12,000 businesses got inspired to um, get their word out there. So. The reason why I bring them up is that I put up a post saying, hey, uh, we'd love to have, um, you know, anybody who would like to be featured on my radio show. And the request came in like crazy. I'm currently working with about 500 plus people. And this was all since this past weekend. I'm pretty sure that number is going to grow. And uh, my goal is simple. You know, I want to create a million millionaires and of course uh, get it to the point where uh, my camera doesn't be skipping and it doesn't seem like I'm in the martial arts film. But ultimately, get the word out in regards to not only the Robin Nathaniel group and what we have to offer, but also in regards to, um, you know, what uh, others have to offer as well. So with that being said, um, I am going to be, uh, let me see something here. Might be because I have uh, asked me later. See if that helped out a little bit here. Uh, no, 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 I need, no, I need, no. Uh, poop. All right. So, um, wanted to uh, just a uh, huge thing, shout out and thank you to them. Uh, definitely by the time that uh, this gets back to where it needs to be at, uh, we'll be good up and rolling. So, what I want to talk to you uh, before we get into the uh, credit repairs that, you know, huge thank you, Black Owned New Jersey. I will be looking to have more guests on my show. And uh, speaking of guests, uh, the people that I have on today come from League and Morgan Investors, LLC. Uh, they are a real estate investment company based out of Memphis, Tennessee. But before we get to that interview, you know what I got to hit you with first. You know what I got to hit you with first. Got to talk about this credit repair, folks. And I promised you guys that I would discuss over the services, the free 12 free services that are included with your credit repair. And uh, today we are looking at credit restoration. Now, like I said, folks, 
Um, I'm going to be letting you know what we offer, included, 267-702-3756. And uh, in addition, I am going to uh, make sure that you also got some tips to get you on your day. But if you're looking to get your uh, credit repair fixed and you are hearing about this free service and you're like, they offer that, and it's no more than 100 bucks a month to get started and continue on, hmm. Dan, I'll be in touch. So 267-702-3756. Now, credit restoration. Your financial health revolves around your credit score, making it imperative that the information on your credit report contains is accurate and up-to-date as possible. Now, I know what you're thinking like, all right, Dan, how is that a free service? Well, here's how the free service works. It's uh, simply this. We'll teach you the exact information you need to provide the credit bureaus to use the Fair Credit Reporting Act to your advantage and dispute the mistaken negative ratings that may be preventing you from obtaining new credit when you need it most. Lower your interest rates, avoid high late fees, save money, and advance your credit opportunities. So some of the features is uh, excellent rating with the Better Business Bureau, over 10 years of exceptional service results and satisfied clients, uh, complete customer involvement with the review and change to your disputes, and monitor your progress online 24-7 along with the live friendly and customer service staff. Everybody got their bad days. I don't want you to be thinking that, oh, when I call, I'm going to be getting a bunch of gummy bears bouncing here and everywhere uh, when I talk to them. So <clears throat> I expect everybody to be friendly to me. Like I just bought ice cream and they need to know if I want sprinkles or not. Folks, it doesn't work out that way. But I will say this, having a live customer service staff to assist you while you're going along the progress, trust me, they'll make sure that it will be friendly. So, and I know you're thinking, well, Dan, you know, all right, that's cool. So you got this credit restoration. You talking about 24 seven online support. This is free, Dan. Are you sure this is free? I guarantee you that it's free. Trust me, I'm utilizing this service and I can go on right now to check it. But for those that are like, you know what? I can do this on my own or I'm at a point where I could just need to check it on my own. Here is some tips for you to get you started on your day. So. Uh, I came across credit.com, five steps for fixing credit once and for all. So um, what do they start off with here? In boom, table, table, what is a table? My gosh. In April 2018, the average FICO score in the U.S. was 704, which is a good score. But comparatively, the average Vantage score, 3.0 score in 2017 was 675. So and even though average uh, credit scores are in the good or almost good range, they vary by age, state, and other stage and other factors. Stage or state, 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 stage. It's a stage, folks. You probably wouldn't understand. No, uh, they vary by age, state, and other factors. So think, if you will, certain areas in the United States um, are going to have it where, hey, there might be a community where uh, in that certain section, region, city, what have you, uh, credit scores are like really, really high. There's going to be on another note where it's like credit scores are really, really low. And it might just be because of poor economic conditions or the lack of opportunity to have people advance their wealth. Believe it or not, folks, I know that we live in a land of opportunity, but you will have to realize the fact that there's going to be certain areas that are not going to be progressing as should. <coughs> and there's going to be other areas where you're like, Am I in heaven? Wow. Everybody's got 800 or higher. Probably a very, very small community for that. But they do exist, folks. And they are out there. And it's probably more than just five. 
So uh, with that being said, though, here's your five tips. Know your credit score and get copies of your credit reports. But Dan, where do I go to get the copy of the credit report? You said you was providing me advice, but it just seems like you're trying to, just trying to get me on your website. And that's not fair, Dan. AnnualCreditReport.com, folks. Through April 2021, you can check your credit report weekly for free through April 2021. After that, um, unless they change, things could happen. You know, a lot of changes have been happening. Just need to put that out there. Uh, so make sure that on the... Uh, credit report, it is accurate. Number two, fix any errors on your credit report. Well, how do I do that, Dan? Hey, get those dispute letters together, uh, figure out if you have proof to show that. You gotta do all this paperwork. You pretty much gotta do all this paperwork uh, to do that. And honestly, you gotta Google, hey, how do I fix this error? How do I fix that error? Meanwhile, the service that we provide just kind of takes care of that for you. Number three, maintain healthy credit accounts and start building positive credit history to help reach credit goals. So depending upon where you're at, folks, it's just simple as one, two, three. I'm at 600. How do I get to 650 in this amount of time period? And Google will show you. Google will provide tips. But the whole thing about it is that <clears throat> on average, with the financial services company that I work with, you're looking at on average about three to four months to get to actually where you need to be at, depending upon where you're at. So somebody's in their 400s, they're looking at about uh three to four months on average to see the results to be like wow this credit score really has jumped but for you if you're just looking to get started off something as simple as either getting a secured credit card or unsecured credit card uh can't get you along your way now if you just need that i got you back two six seven seven zero two three seven five six uh control your credit utilization and lower high utilization if needed so then simple folks if you got a credit card that's up to $1,000 and you've been spending all that money up to that 999.99 and the interest rates ain't hit yet uh, to make the balance go over, then you need to start bringing that down. Oh, I got to pay for that because it's really going to be a win. And last but not least, uh, keep an eye on the age of your credit. So that is uh, definitely with certain credit cards, certain installment loans that you do have. Be sure to do that. Now, Credit.com, interesting, they put on here, it won't be super easy and it won't be as fun as using your credit, but the relief you'll feel when you can take out new credit when you need it will be well worth the time and effort you put into fixing credit issues. So folks, we're trying to cover time. At the end of the day, uh, the financial services company that I work with, we are trying to cover the time spent on fixing your credit, getting it to where it needs to be at, just by simply reaching out to us and going over the protection plan to get to where you need to be at. This is June, four months from now by October. So um, with that being said, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Wait, Dan, the show's not over. What you mean the show's not over? The show's not over. They still got to see something. Still got to see something. So uh, one of my very, very, very first interviews uh, that we are going to be kicking off today comes from, like I said, Lee, the, 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 League and Morgan Investor Company based out of Memphis, Tennessee. So I am going to share my screen here and uh, share. You must share. Y'all see all that fun stuff, all that cool stuff. There we go. That That's it. All right. So folks, enjoy and uh, see you in a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much uh, for joining me today. I have with me 
Jeffrey and Megan, and they just honestly, really just recently, recently, very recently, had just started their uh, real estate business. So I brought them on the show. Jeffrey and Megan, if y'all can introduce yourself to the public, let them know who you are, what you do, and let's uh, get this show started. Ladies first. My thank you. Um, my name is Megan. Um, and recently, I want to say within the last. Let's let's use uh, major mile markers since the pandemic is here. <laughs> since the pandemic is here, um, we have been uh, very. Um, we kind of just talk this up, and that's really how the conversation starts. And um, with with the generational wealth, we're like, okay, well, what can we do where we can build generational wealth? And real estate was just the first thing that really popped out to us. And it was something that we could do without having startup capital, without, you know, really um, having money from investors. It was something that we could do on our own. And specifically, we started out with wholesaling, but we're definitely going to transition into investing. Um, the wholesaling allows you to fund the investment. So that's really where we kind of start. Now, for those folks that I, I do know what wholesaling is, uh, just due to my title being a licensed realtor out here in Pennsylvania, but for the folks that don't know, and would love to hear from both of y'all, what is actually wholesaling? Okay. Okay. So it's my turn. All right. <laughs> so wholesaling is essentially finding a person who's motivated to sell their home. And once you find them, you essentially you make them off, you make them, it's like, really, MI is wholesaling is being a problem solved because nine times out of ten, that seller, they're going to be off market and they're going to be going through some type of distress situation. So we come in and we, we find an exit strategy out of that distress situation. And we use, uh, we use multiple investors, whether they're buying home or investors to uh, provide them way, way out of that distress situation. So it's essentially, Getting uh, contract A with the seller and getting contract B with the buyer. And like she always loves to say, uh, connecting the dots and solving people's problems. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, have y'all done any deals uh, since uh, starting? Of course, of course. Mm -hmm. We're actually, we have, we closed on one uh, about a month ago. We have a land deal in escrow in Florida. We have, uh, we actually have a condo, a two bedroom, two bedroom. Uh, in Escrow in Florida, and we have a seven-family multi-bedroom, seven-bedroom single-family unit in Florida as well that's in Escrow. So, excuse me. So yeah, we're uh, we're nationwide. We have we're we're linking with different wholesalers in different parts of the states. We prefer to work in uh, areas like the metro as well as now outside of the metro. But wherever a person is in a stress situation, you know, we work on the likes of. All right, awesome, awesome. Now, if investors are looking at this, and investors, I know y'all looking at this because y'all watch my show. If uh, somebody wanted to get in contact with you right now, uh, what would be the best phone number for y'all business to reach out to? Um, well, it would definitely be either my number, um, and we can provide that information once uh, contacted. You can contact us on Instagram or Facebook at League, okay. and, Morgan, League and Morgan Investors, LLC. 
and um, then we definitely can provide contact information, you know, uh, definitely social media savvy, always checking social media, always on social media. So we definitely communicate through Facebook, um, Instagram, and also you can contact us via email at leagueandmorganinvestorsllc.gmail.com. And what is that email address again uh, so they can write it down? League and Morgan Investors LLC and mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, cool, awesome. And then um, now, where are you guys based out of? What city and state? Because I know you mentioned nationwide, but where uh, are you guys based out? Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis. Okay, cool, awesome, awesome. All right, and then um, I, I know that you mentioned uh, starting off with the wholesale. What's your ultimate mission of the company as far as where do you guys see yourself in five years from now, ten years from now? Okay, well, with us being local Memphians, um, the Memphis rental market is dominated by people who aren't from the city. And sometimes uh, with those properties, they really aren't able to keep a, a, a watch on them. I don't want to say watch, but keep an eye over the property. So sometimes they become blighted or may even look distressed sometimes in neighborhoods. So one of our uh, big values and pillars is that we want to invest locally back into the Memphis market and um, help, you know, fix some from neighborhoods that could use a little help, could use a little TLC work. So definitely in five years, hopefully that's what we want to do. Okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And I got a couple more questions for you folks because I know y'all probably got a lot of calls and follow-ups to get to. Um, what was your biggest obstacle as far as getting the business started? I mean, for us, definitely a time right now is actually a good time and then for some others, they might think it's a bad time, but with COVID-19 and unemployment, um, outside of those, uh, what else would you say was like your biggest obstacle as far as getting the business off the ground and getting started? Mm-hmm. And now it's paralysis. Um, okay. So I set up for about four to six months and just binged on podcasts. I listened to so many podcasts. I listened listened and read so much information and probably within about three months I had I had everything I needed to know to start taking action but I was like nah what if this situation happens and I don't know what to do and you know uh, once me and Megan we start masterminding we start actually dialoguing about entrepreneurship and real estate I was like she just motivated me to be like you know what and we took out. We just took out. We, we started like it was so. I said it was an absolute paralysis. And uh, one thing that the, the main thing that helped us get started was masterminding with like minded individuals who weren't, weren't going to give up. Yeah. You know what I mean? People who are going to stay persistent and, and be consistent. Yeah. Definitely being with somebody who is supportive. Because it's a lot of naysayers, so I can say you can't do that. That's not real. That's a scam. Like, you know, I've had my own family members tell me that wholesaling is a scam when it's really just wholesaling, you know, real estate instead of selling it at the retail value. So you just want to become knowledgeable so you're able to sort those type of conversations and just keep people around you who preach and 
support you. Mm -hmm. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. And then I guess that answers the question, unless y'all got some extra advice for folks who are trying to get the business started, whether it be in real estate or just getting off the ground in general, uh, what would be your best advice to folks to say like, hey, this is the game plan or this is the best advice I could give you for getting your business started? Mm, I think educate yourself and connect yourself with the right people. And always, always, always take action. I don't care what's going on, always take action. You know what I mean? Because that action is going to lead to progression. And that progression is going to lead to success. So, and that's what you want, right? Success. And I definitely say for um, people who are entering the entrepreneurial field, coming from like me, I came from corporate America. Um, and I was kind of used to like punching my clock and also making sure, you know, I got my paycheck every two weeks. So now with this and me being, you know, the sole, not sole because we're a partnership, but I have to take accountability for myself. It's not my director or my senior director. It's I'm the director, you know, and transitioning from that to this, it can be a little bit of a, a shock. So just not giving into doubt. <clears throat> don't, don't worry about doubt. Don't worry about but if it doesn't happen, just do something for your, if you're doing it for yourself, so do something today, don't let that down, or, you know, sometimes you're like, dang, chicks not rolling in like this, or, you know, but the, they're not going to roll in if you don't do anything. <laughs> so you have to get up and do something, anything, any small step, and live, make lists every day, check it out, because it can all become very overwhelming, so just stay organized, and don't give into doubt, and keep pushing. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, listen, I want to thank you both so much. I greatly appreciate having you both on the RNG radio show. Uh, folks, you got the context information. I'll be sure on YouTube, because you need to subscribe to YouTube for more interviews such as these. I'll be sure to have uh, Jeffrey and Megan's social media information on there. And the best of luck to you both. I can't wait to see y'all at the top. And uh, as always, let's build these empires together. Let's go. Bye. See you later. Bye. Have a good one. All right, folks. So that was uh, the uh, Jeffrey League and uh, Megan Morgan from League and Morgan Investors, LLC. So <clears throat> check out their uh, Facebook page. Uh, you can find them on Facebook and social media, as uh, Megan was stating. League and Morgan Investors LLC, and their uh, email address is League and and no ampersand, just League and League and Morgan Investors LLC at gmail.com. If you are in the Memphis, Tennessee area, or um, if you are looking to uh, join up with some wholesalers that might be connected to some cash buyers that you need, so that runs into my next segue of uh, discussing with you. Well, Dan, what is wholesaling? I never heard of this concept. I have no idea what it is. There is so much to wholesale. It is a very, very, very simple process. But as Jeffrey pointed out, the biggest thing, honestly, is uh, folks who uh, get stuck with psoriasis analysis because there's so much information out there. And the biggest thing that you could do to get you to that next step is just simply by taking action. So I wanted to uh, pull up here um, the information regarding um, five tips on how to get started on wholesaling. So I went to a CRE online. No, it was not. 
There we go. You know how they say like error? No, man. How how are you gonna tell me an error when I was the one who forwarded the link to myself? Can't do that. So uh, this article came out uh, February fourth, two thousand sixteen, by uh, JD. That's that lawyer, folks. So you might be known what you talking about. Uh, William Bronchi. That's another thing too. A lawyer wrote this, and I know what some of you are thinking. No, wholesaling is legal. Wholesaling, you can't do that because it's illegal. Mm -mm, mm -mm, nope, that's possible. Nope, can't do that. I'm going to be letting you know what the five tips for wholesaling are, and then I'm going to give you the basics of actually what wholesaling is. So, uh, by the uh, William Bronchick Esquire, five tips for wholesaling houses. Uh, first, they say build your back end list first. So, pretty much, um, Wholesalers will tend to find a deal and <clears throat> they don't have a list of cash buyers that they can go to to say, hey, um, you know, I got this potential deal. We'd love to talk to you. Now, there's going to be the other side of the coin. Other people are going to say, no, 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 get the deal first. You can find plenty of cash buyers out there. I would say just have a nice handful, you know, uh, partner up with folks who do actually have those lists of cash buyers. So that way, when it does come time for you to find a deal or you actually have a deal, you're good to go. Now, <clears throat> uh, the second thing is know how to estimate repairs. Now, if you're coming in there and you're like, the house is worth 50, they're gonna need at least 100. So if I sell it for 180, oh, I'm making bank. Yo, this is it. Oh, this is perfect, man. All right, cool, this is what I'm gonna do. So yeah, the repairs, yeah, they need a lot of work done, probably like 100,000. Somebody who's savvy and knows what they're doing, by all means, is definitely going to be able to do their research and see right off the bat um, that, hey, um, that's not the price that you think the price is for. So the benefit with low knowing how to estimate repairs is honestly bringing it down to a level where it's like, hey, if you know it's going to cost 10000 to get something fixed up, then shave that price off when it comes to actually selling the property. Uh, number three, proof, proof, proof. Those don't tell your back-end buyers, the cash buyers, the house is worth X amount of money to fix up. Since most wholesalers are either fibbing, right, most of them are. Not League and Morgan, though. They established. Check it out. Uh, or just plain wrong about the resale values. Most of your would-be buyers are very, very skeptical. And they're going to be very skeptical because they've heard it before. Oh, no, you got to understand. This house is worth so much. They've heard it over and over again. I'm pretty sure a conversation is going on right now where a wholesaler is trying to convince a buyer as far as how much a property costs when that uh, buyer is probably a realtor themselves or sent the information over to the realtor to check out. And if you do need a realtor, 267-702-3756. I am a licensed realtor in the state of Pennsylvania through EXP Realty. And if you're looking to switch brokerages, give me a call. All right, put your bottom line up first. So many wholesalers mark up the profit margin too high to what? When peddling their wholesale deals because they are either greedy, dumb, or assume that their back-end buyers will negotiate. So folks, if you know you got a product that is costing 100000 and the repairs, you know for a fact, are going to be $25,000, um, and you're trying to look to sell the property because um, you know the value is going to be like $250,000, do not be going all the way up to two hundred dollars thinking that you're trying to make an extra buck on it. Now, are there those deals that follow me as you do have a huge profit margin? Absolutely. But if you're just starting out, you got to get people to trust. You got to have that uh, trustworthiness within you. So that way, 
when it does come time for you to do the next deal and the next deal and the next deal, guess who they're going to? Oh, that guy or that gal definitely has a lot of good deals. Yeah, I'm actually cool with them because I'm usually getting a lot of money back for uh, the money. So, bam. And then uh, ultimately make it easy for people to say yes. You definitely don't want to come to the table with a good deal and you know you got a good deal. And at the end of the day, most folks are saying, uh, no, I'd rather pass or uh, that doesn't seem like it's going to be a good fit for me. So those are the uh, top five tips for actually wholesaling houses to actually learn more about wholesaling. Definitely by all means do your research, but please do not uh, spend the time needed. As you can see, you know, Jeffrey was looking back and he's like, man, that analysis for us would really get you. He was fine after three months. He could have went straight out there three months, but because they were looking to build a brand, because there was so much involved and people are going to naysayers, you know, get around those like-minded individuals to get you, excuse me, to get to where you need to be at so you are better off in the long run. So that is for the uh, top tips for uh, wholesaling houses and such. Um, bam, and we're going to go into that. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, do your research on it. Um, it. It's not a, and the other thing too is, is that, hey, you need to find an investor-friendly investor-friendly uh, yeah, investor-friendly realtor uh, that who's going to be willing to work with you when it comes time. Now, I wanted to talk about the concept of wholesaling before I go into uh, my <clears throat> uh, teacher interviews uh, tips. So you see this phone right here? Phone's not bad, right? I have ownership of this phone. I own this phone. This is my phone. I pay for this phone. I can do what I want for this phone. If I want to grab a hammer and just... <clears throat> I could definitely do that, but I'm not because that's crazy and insane. But if I wanted to sell this phone, you've heard of that, right? People who have phones or who have old phones or distressed phones or blighted phones might say, oh man, I really don't need this phone anymore. Uh, let me sell it here. Yeah, yeah, I'll just sell it. You know what? Or it's got a cracked screen on it. Nobody's going to want that. Uh, but it's a brand new iPhone 25. I, I don't, I'm, I, I hate y'all iPhone people because it's the same phone every single year. That's why I said iPhone 25. But if it happens to be the Samsung S10 with double features, no, not this one. This is the S8. But if you're looking to resell your phone, typically what do you do? You find the value of it and you tell people, hey, I got a phone for sale for $50. <clears throat> Meanwhile, somebody's like, $50? I know how to fix fix correct screens for free. I got all my materials. If I buy this phone for $50 and get it fixed, I can resell it for $100 and make it a profit of 50. Folks, that's wholesaling, except it's with houses. Now, I know what you're thinking like, no, 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 because you're taking away from the realtors. Folks, get out here and make your money. If the opportunity is available for do, do something like that and how to find those distressed properties and you come across an individual who owns a home, or a cell phone uh, that's looking to sell at a, a fair price so that way you can create some uh, profit margin on it then by all means take advantage of that opportunity all you're doing is exchanging hands from one to the next and then you collect in the check in the middle that's pretty much it but if you'd like to know more about wholesaling by all means do your research or if you got any direct questions for me 267-702-3756 now for my teachers uh, we are getting towards the end of the school year and I want to thank so much 
for the Abington School District and especially the teachers and staff over at Overlook Elementary. You have done so much uh, for my child and many, many other children. I can't tell you how much um, I'm appreciative of it. And it felt a relief to me getting an email that said, um, <clears throat> all the classes or the, all the assignments moving forward are optional. Really? Thanks. Really appreciate that. You had no idea. So, as a uh, appreciation for my teachers, uh, for those that are looking to go from, I don't know, maybe the school district of Philadelphia or to Abington School District or vice versa or to a completed school district, or for those that say, wow, I really value teachers. I want to become one too. <clears throat> here, or if you are currently interviewing for a teaching job, here are some 10 tips for teachers to have a stand-up interview. Now, I'm going to uh, just go through these. Uh, I will point out the few that I do feel are extremely important for you to have. So, first and foremost, have a pitch for your teaching philosophy. So, this goes hand-in-hand hand with the tell me about yourself, uh, folks. So, I don't want you to think, oh, it's about teachers. I can turn this off. Let me know when the next show is on. No, 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 no. You still can apply these things because... A lot of people want to know more about you, more about your ways, more about your style. And when it comes to teachers, more learning more about their teaching philosophy. Now, for those teachers who have been around or just getting started or just don't know, well, how do I come up with a teacher philosophy? Google. Yes, I know. Google is going to need to pay me because I'm pretty much just going to tell you how to Google, 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 or probably Google. You should Google, Google, and see what you come up. You'll have some Google results. <laughs> Uh, watch your body language and presentation. This is with all interviews, folks. So if you slouch back, <sighs> yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, my kids, they all right. You got to be still sitting up proper and presenting yourself uh, quite well. And especially when it comes to, I believe they're called teacher demonstrations, you need to make sure that even though it might be three or four administrators you're teaching in front of, you want to be prepared as if you're teaching to the full class. Uh, prepare your portfolio. Uh, this goes with any type of skill or trade that you can show your password. Make sure you got your portfolio available, or you can do a fancy and uh, create a website. Weebly.com is actually free, folks. And, or um, just have your stuff listed on a Google Drive and uh, share it with the um, interviewers. Uh, get ready to talk about yourself. That's going to be with any interview, folks. Tell me about yourself. Why are you here today? Shoot. So be always prepared for that. Prepare for the tough questions. How do I prepare for tough questions, Dan? I don't even know what the kind of questions they're going to ask me. Or I do know the questions, but I'm not sure what answers I need to say. Well, that's where it comes down to Googling um, tough questions and the best responses to them. Determine why are you a good fit for this position in school? And that's going to be with any job. Why, should, you know, how are you showcasing yourself? What skills and qualities that you have? What are you currently learning right now that other teachers probably aren't? Or what have you subscribed to or become a, a recent member of? Be ready to outline how you plan to incorporate the necessary state standards into your lesson plans. That's something that you need to discuss even with the company's guidelines. Hey, <clears throat> if you know the policies and procedures from this company is to do this, this, and this, make sure that you voice that in your uh, interview. So, and the way, the quickest way around that folks is honestly, for my teachers, you know what you gotta do. But for those looking to get into a job, figure out what the uh, company's mission, values, and ethics are, and uh, make sure that gets incorporated in the interview as far as who you are as an individual. Because at the end of the day, all employers are looking for is a good match 
rather than somebody they got to pay a paycheck to and benefits. What types of communication will you use with parents and how will you manage uh, student parent dynamics in difficult situations? Hey folks, you know, uh, now this is definitely for my teachers, but the types of communication, hey, you now have Zoom, you now have uh, social media, you now have LinkedIn, text message, email, such and such, so on and so forth. You can even be doing something as simple as uh, what my son's teacher did, and that was uh, simply creating a, um, a newsletter, uh, letting everybody know. So, and last but not least, uh, don't overthink your interview. I, I know that uh, going into it, you might be thinking, oh, am I going to say the right thing? Am I not going to say the right thing? I'll be sure to say the right thing. Yeah, I'll be a-okay. Yeah, let me go in. I got this. I got this. I got this. Overthinking it, just calm down, breathe. The main thing that you want to get across is who you are as an individual and making sure that they uh, see uh, what you are looking for in regards to getting to where you need to be at. And then, um, yeah, so that is that with that. And then last but not least, what I wanted to go over with you is, um, <clears throat> of course, uh, going over my fellow African kings and queens. So back to the Route 100, I talked about Toronto Burke yesterday, that's taking me to movement. Today I wanted to discuss with you about Ryan Coogler. Uh, for those that don't know who Ryan Coogler is, 32-year-old male, based out in Los Angeles, California. Now this was two years ago, so I'm assuming at 34 now. Uh, but he is the director for the Black Panther movie. So uh, Ryan Coogler will never let us forget that he's a native son of Oakland, California with Black Panther. He delivered the biggest, blackest superhero movie of all time, and the film netted $1.3 billion worldwide. The blockbuster film opened with the scene in Oakland, partly paying homage to the Black Panther Party, as well as to Coogler's hometown. Black Panther will be remembered as one of the biggest cultural touchstones of the decade. People everywhere were saying Wakanda forever, kids dressed up as their favorite characters, so on and so forth. You know this story. And if you haven't seen the movie, I need you to see the movie. It's, it's just inevitable. You just need to see the movie. So uh, be sure to check out the movie. And then last but not least, um, the other thing that I wanted to talk to you with all of you today in regards to motivation to get you started on your day is always remember that your situations can be easily switched around with somebody else. You know, I know that you see the bright lights with some folks and it's like, man, I wish I could be like them. Oh, man, I can't wait to get to that level that they have, so on and so forth. And it's like, wow, there are millions, not hundreds, not thousands. There are millions of people who, if they saw your current status right now, your current status, yes, you, your current status right now, they would love to trade places with you in a heartbeat. So always know that, but keep grinding to get to your goals, get to your needs, and have a great one. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show. And as always, stay blessed, my fellow millionaires.